All right, shall we do it? Let's do it. Do it to it. Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota. I'm Anne Lundholm, and this show has everything. The trials of living beyond your means, the trials of having no means to live beyond, the trials of keeping your financial house in order, and the blessed relief of a good credit score. This week, we're talking about credit and credit cards, a topic that came up in our recent lightning round discussion of show ideas, where there was so much meat on the bone that we're going to gnaw on it for a while longer. And joining me to lay bare all their credit woes are two of my favorite credit score havers from middle-aged mama studios in Austin, Texas. It's Hillary Livingston Butler. Good morning, Hillary. Good morning. God, my credit is so good. And we'll get into why <laughs> in a little bit. And from Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith, the MBH Van Harn. Good morning, Meredith. Good morning, Anne. I have not let the money pit destroy my credit <laughs> yet. <laughs> I'm impressed. Uh, me too, kind of. <laughs> so on today's show, we'll begin with a little small talk. We'll check what's in the mailbag. We'll see what's going on with our FICO scores over at Experian, TransUnion, and oh Equifax. God. And I had to look those up. I was like, I know there's three. <laughs> there are, ugh. We'll make some Tishi recommendations and let you know how you can get involved with the show. But let's start with a little small talk, shall we? Yes. Okay. I'm taking us into small talk. I Well, it's been a minute since I was on the show because we recorded those two episodes, it seemingly like a thousand years ago, and then I was not oh, last yeah. week. Um, but I wanted to give an update because I was in the like beginning of starting to get the new carpet for <laughs> for our flood. Okay, guys, I, it actually, it was annoying because we had to pack up stuff and, you know, kind of get every, it was almost like moving a little bit um, on our second floor and I was a little bit irritated and I was just like, I just want everything back to normal. I just want it to be normal, normal. I, they came in on a Friday. I went to work. I usually work from home on Fridays, but I was like, I'm going in. I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to be there for this. Yeah. Um, I came home around five and they were finishing up and moving. I mean, it's like magic. They just like move furniture from one place to the other late. I don't really understand how they do it. It's I, I don't get it, but they did it. I have never thought that I would love carpet so much. Like I love this carpet. And I know carpet <laughs> is sort of like a little bit passe. I love it. I love the way it looks. I love the way it feels. It's amazing. I was so I like I I I didn't think I was gonna like it, and I I love it. And Dave and I were both like, "Wow, we should have done this years ago." I'm not happy that my daughter flooded uh, the upstairs, but it makes it look so clean. You know, we had had this dumb carpet. It came with the house. Like I, it might have been original to the house, and it was disgusting. It really. I mean, we'd had it cleaned, but you know, carpet just doesn't last that long. Yeah. And we got. Berber and it's so nice. Anyway, I just wanted to update that uh, I love, I love my carpet. <laughs> this is called being in your forties. Yeah, I was about to I say. Well, and it's so true. And you know, it kind of makes you once I don't know. Once you do one thing, you're like, oh, maybe I should do other stuff because now I actually like 
I don't know, my upstairs now. And maybe I, I need this. Maybe need that. that settled down. I started to like really kind of try to go on a shopping spree. And I was like, no, calm down. Like, let's just wait and see how it wears. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I'm very much in my 40s now. I love my carpet. <laughs> I know. Every time I look at one of the toilets I bought for my 45th birthday <laughs> present to myself, I'm like, oh, God. Oh, you're like, it's so amazing. It's so I, great. It is. And it just... You're like, I should have done this years ago. I, uh-huh. Actually, we need to get a new toilet in our our bathroom, the one in our primary bathroom. I really, I'm really, I, you're not supposed to say master bath, bath, bathroom or bedroom. And I like, can't ever remember what you're supposed to call it. So I'm like, my, you know, the big one. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to <laughs> I think say. it's main suite main, or something primary, like that. Yeah. Primary. Or owner's suite, I've heard yeah, too. Well, yeah, well, yeah. please. Okay. Um, I know. So every time, like I was having a conversation with somebody and I could not come up with primary or owners or anything. And I'm like, you know, the big, mine, what? And it's like, I, <laughs> not for kids. Uh. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, that was that update. Um, I also, in listening to the show last week, I've had many conversations about this, about poinsettia versus poinsettia. Um, and I had friends that, like I, my friends that I lived in LA with, I, I checked with them. They were like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. So I grew up always calling it poinsettia. It was always poinsettia. Like y'all said, that's just like what it was. I moved to Los Angeles and there was a street near where I lived and everybody called it poinsettia. So now I like, I think I do the thing where I'm like poinsettia, poinsettia. Like I say it twice because I don't know what it is. I don't know why we all dropped the I in that? Yeah, it is spelled that way, isn't it? Yeah. It's spelled poinsettia. But it, we, I've always called it poinsettia until I moved to Los Angeles, and now I say poinsettia. But then I second-guess myself. Yeah, so. I think I always say poinsettia, but I always have the vague feeling that I'm wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, and when I was talking to my friends that I did live in L.A. with but are from Dallas, they were like, well, I don't know. Maybe it's just a Dallas thing. That, And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, this is a... I my my small sample from across the country. Other people say poinsettia. I, I don't know why. It's very it's very weird. I want to do a away with words or whatever that they were. You know, um, what's the linguistic one, Meredith? I think we need to get John McWaters. Yes, to exactly. On this on Lexicon Valley. Yeah, yeah it's Lexicon Valley. I know. I wonder. Is it's not a it's not a Spanish word. I I don't think. Because you don't have two T's in Spanish words usually. Anyway, I don't know. I'm going to have to do some. I've just done some like, you know, asking of friends. I have not gotten deep on the internet. Why do we pronounce it this way? But, you know, check back. Check back. I'll do some investigation. Oh, I just Googled. Okay. The etymology of it. Mid-19th century modern Latin named after Joel R. Poinsett, American diplomat and amateur botanist. Oh, where was he a diplomat to? Uh, good question. I don't know. Mexico? <laughs> it's a Mexican shrub, apparently. Okay. Hmm. And he just added the, I don't know, how weird. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I am looking at Newspoint from the University of Malta, of oh. all places. <laughs> It says that if you look up the pronunciation of the word in the dictionary, you'll find two variants, one with the regular spelling and one that corresponds to the spelling poinsettia. So in essence, both versions are acceptable. Oh. Hmm. Okay. How do, 
how did it become a Christmas plant also? That's another question I have. Why did we just adopt this? Is the, I mean, is it because they're, they're red? This website says in Spain, the poinsettia has a different holiday attribution. It's known there as uh, something in Spanish, meaning Easter flower. Oh. They've also been called the lobster flower and the flame leaf flower due to the red color. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Native hmm. to Mexico, the plant is called Flor de la Noche Buena, flower of the holy night, due to its resemblance to the star of Bethlehem. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Somebody had like done ayahuasca and they were like, oh, mm-hmm. it's like a star, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that we've cleared anything up here. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Despite rumors to the contrary, poinsettias are not poisonous. A study at Ohio State University showed that a 50 pound child would have to eat more than a pound and a quarter of poinsettia leaves, 500 to 600 leaves, to have any side effects. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Rory's size. He'd be like, uh oh. I'll do Child, it. Child, sit down, eat your 500 <laughs> to 600 leaves. I think they're poisonous pets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I've been, uh, speaking of children eating things, I've been thinking of me and you, Hillary, in the context of my nephews, who are very unfood focused. They're yeah. just like, they're very busy into playing. And when when it's time to eat, they're like, eh, not interested. Oh my God. And I was thinking of you and me as children. <laughs> oh my God. We would have been food? Where? Done. I'm Wait, going. I'm, I'm huh? going. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I mean, Could I have more, please? I, I, I have friends with kids that are not food focused either. And my kids are very food focused. Like, they're, you know, what are we having for dinner? What, like, it's constant. Like, snacks constantly. I, and, yeah, me as a child, I would meet these kids that... You know, we're teeny tiny and they were just like, I'm not hungry. And I'm like, I'm always hungry. I'm always hungry. I'm always excited about what we're going to eat. I remember going to a senior party and it was like a slumber party kind of thing. We were staying at a hotel. There was so much food. And I remember being so full and being like, I wish I had space for more food because I want more of this. I want more M&Ms. Yeah. Yeah. My nephews are tall boys, of course. And they seem adequately nourished. And I wonder how, because I don't ever see them eat anything of substance apart from chocolate cupcakes with chocolate frosting, which they would eat their body weight in those. They would eat poinsettia weight in (laughs) chocolate cupcakes. But other than that, they're just, I'm like, how do you get your nutrition? I don't know. I don't know. And Man. and their parents are very good about t- we have to eat our green things so that yeah. we have variety and all of that. Like they try, but I know, I, I'm I'm very my kids can be very annoying in many ways, but they are not picky and they will eat most. They, Bridget especially they're, they're will eat good most. Eaters. They, they're good eaters because I know some parents that are like it's so like they worry about that. Like how, how like how do I get nutrition into these kids? And I don't know. I mean, kids usually will figure it out some way, but. Yeah, I, yeah, that would stress me yeah. out. I always figure if they get hungry enough, they'll eat. But yes, exactly. Well, I, I don't know. With my nephews, they just don't seem to have that orientation at all. Olivia no. doesn't eat too much unless it's chicken nuggets or popsicles. Like, that's <laughs> all she wants to eat. Uh, yes, the nutritional value of popsicles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flavored water. Yeah, she's also yum, yum, tall. Yum. Yeah. Yeah, she is tall, especially for mm-hmm. somebody who started off, you know, very but, very oh, short yeah she yeah. good for her the popsicles are working they're working <laughs> <laughs> um and you have another movie review i do i Yay. do from last week's poinsettia farm movie to this week's hockey 
movie. I am my ho 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 holiday movie review this week is for Mary Kiss Cam. Oh, they talked about this on like Who Weekly, I think. She was like, I don't understand the title of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me read you Hulu's blurb. When Jess and Danny go on a first date to a hockey game, their team scores a winning goal after their kiss cam smooch. Now Jess and Danny must continue attending the games or risk the wrath of fans of fans who believe their kisses are a good luck charm. Yeah. Okay. So first, a problem. Yeah. First of all, I gotta say this isn't really a Christmas movie. This is like some Christmas dressing on it to make it appropriate to roll out during the time of year when people are looking for Christmas movies. So like there are some like lights and wreaths and garlands and stuff in the background and some references to peppermint and ginger snaps and stuff. But there is, (laughs) there is a scene when the main, one of the main characters is driving in the car. And if you look out the window, you clearly see green lawns and (laughs) behind him after they've just had a conversation where he references how cold it is. Um, So that's the first thing that I have to say. This is not a true, true Christmas movie because it's not about the career-minded gal who has to learn, you know, the true meaning of Christmas and what's important in small town uh, values. The reason that I chose to watch this movie is I read it's set in Duluth, Minnesota and was actually filmed in Duluth, Minnesota and features a lot of the smaller roles and the extras uh, of our Minnesota people, which is quite obvious because number one, the accents and number two, they, they are just not LA extras, LA or Vancouver extras. They look <laughs> like, see this they now. look like Minnesotans <laughs> and they talk like Minnesotans. It's not someone putting on an accent. Um, <clears throat> it features a real bar up in Duluth Carmody's, which is fairly well known, well established as the, the centerpiece. And the other reason I was uh, interested in watching it is, oh, shit, my phone just went to sleep while I was trying to talk. Um, is it, <clears throat> it stars, it stars Jesse Bradford. Oh. If you all remember from Bring It On. Yeah, Cliff in yes. Bring It On all those years ago. He still looks basically exactly the same except for the lines in his face are deeper <laughs> and 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 that's all and and i he said something in some interviews like i've never done a holiday movie so i just thought i'd you know give it a give it hey. a try and yeah. see what it was like and i was like oh things that bad <laughs> he's like i'm just gonna try it i need a job <laughs> um but <clears throat> here's the thing this isn't a dumb Christmas movie. It's almost kind of, dare I say it, a good film. Well, <laughs> I mean, listen, he's not a bad actor. Like, I enjoyed him, obviously, in Bring It On. And I think he was in uh, the pivotal movie Swim Fan. Swim Fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Which I saw the in the theater. <laughs> yes. um, well, um, good. Uh, it, the, the thing is, the, the this is a movie it doesn't quite know what it's about because the kiss cam thing is a hook. It's a Mike Frizzell classic. We thought of the name and then we worked backwards from there. Yeah. And, and that's the, the part on the Hulu blurb that gets everybody in. They have to keep going to the university of Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs games because they had a terrible, terrible losing streak. And then when they kissed on the kiss cam, they started winning. And every time they go and kiss on the kiss cam, they win. First of all, uh, the Bulldogs aren't, 
excellent hockey team. They're one of the best <laughs> hockey teams in the country. So this whole we have a terrible, pathetic losing streak is does not hold water. But okay, that's fine. But what this movie is really about is a woman who has suffered a terrible loss who doesn't know if she's ready or not to start dating. And they're oh. both lovely people. And they're both pretty pretty intelligent and they show lots of scenes of them just dating and he's like a super nice guy with a head on his shoulders and there is of course a um misunderstanding as there is in all christmas movies but it's kind of understandable and they resolve it in a mature way what and i kind of got the feels at the end of this movie (laughs) wow wow so check it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think that I can rate this on the ho 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 scale because it's not stupid enough. Yeah. And it's clearly not as Christmassy enough either. You know, it's not so Christmas. It's like a winter movie that was filmed in July. (laughs) Yep. And it's it lacks the tropes of all the dumb Christmas movies except for the goofy premise for the blurb, really. Um, it's just, it's, I'm, am I saying it's got to be nominated for an Oscar? No. But um, I, it was, it was fun. And I found myself rooting for them. And I was, I mean, y- you know what has to happen in the end. But it was kind of in doubt for a little while. I thought, wait, are they actually going to do this where she's like oh i'm sorry this isn't going to work for me let's be friends and maybe we can circle back someday in the future i was honestly kind of worried that that was the way it was gonna go so (laughs) how's it gonna work out Anne's review for mary kiss cam is ignore the title (laughs) and it's just kind of a good movie it's kind of a good movie there's some funny parts and some stupid parts and I had a good time. I stayed up until one yeah. o'clock last night. I thought I was going to start it last night and then finish it this morning before we recorded. But I wanted to see how it ended. So there you go. Well, oh. I might have to. I had my holiday party last night. And so after this, I'm going to take to my bed and watch stupid movies. And that might be one of them. Though it doesn't yeah, do sound it. so stupid. So do I'm it. kind of excited. Yeah. We're going to a hockey game tonight. Maybe oh, to... <laughs> this is your pre-funk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> need to get on that kiss cam. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, I think it's time for the mailbag. Yes. Um, we Our question of the week last week got a lot of responses. So I'm going to warm up my vocal cords here. <clears throat> uh, the question was, what is your non-alcoholic beverage of choice? Now, y'all have opinions on this. Um Anne says, cold, parentheses, don't hate me, kombucha, <laughs> specifically ginger with or without cayenne. Hey, look, everybody can like whatever disgusting drink they want to like. That's yes. fine. I mean, we knew um, somebody out there must like kombucha, so. Yeah, yeah. somebody does. Yeah. Uh, hot, she says, uh, chai brewed from black tea slash spice mix, soy milk, and sugar added. No vanilla. I like it extra spicy. So often add black peppercorns and or red pepper flakes. I love a chai. Gotta why why no vanilla in all caps? I don't yeah. know. I'm curious. Adamant. Because it maybe it takes away from the spice. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe it yeah. mellows it out too much. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Kristen says, iced black coffee. Lots of it. It's my rocket fuel. I drink two 20-ounce cups of that a day before I switch to water. Whew. Ooh. That makes my anxiety. I know. Go. Amanda says, I'm a granny at heart, so my favorite tea is Constant Comment Orange Spice Blend. I forgot about that, Amanda. I love that stuff. It's kind of along the same line as chai. It's like a, it's like a more calmed down chai hmm. in a way. I like that name. It makes me laugh. Constant comment. <laughs> I used to drink it in high school all the time. <laughs> Granny at heart. Um, Gregory says, I like variety, so my non-alcoholic beverage of choice is whatever I haven't had that doesn't have sugar. That is true. I can confirm. On brand. Uh, I drank a G Fuel whose flavor was Tetris. It's really about the new stuff. He did. And it, well, it didn't what taste. What flavor is Tetris? That's what I, it's just fruit. It just tastes like generic sweet Blocks. Fruit. Yeah. Mmm, blocks. Mmm, <laughs> what color? What color is Tetris? Uh, I think it was clear. A lot of those energy drinks are just clear. Like they they put enough fake stuff in there that they can't put color. <laughs> that that throws me for a loop. Clear non water beverages. Yeah, but they're in cans. You can't see them. Oh, usually, okay. I think. Well, I so. suppose when you think about it, your Sprite and your Seven Up that's clear. But yeah, that has bubbles. G Fuel doesn't have bubbles, does it? I don't think so. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Um, that's why we have every sort of weird Mountain Dew in the basement, <laughs> like a 12 pack with one can gone because he has to try them all. And then I'm like, I'm not drinking that. <laughs> uh, Kalina says, okay, first mention of Diet Coke here. She says Diet Coke, preferably with ice and a straw. Way to go. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I will, this will be uh, mentioned several times, um, in the rest of these responses. Jean says, I like a variety of seltzer waters. Agree. So Rosemary says seltzer. Margaret says sparkling H2O, plain H2O, or tea. Leslie says summer iced tea. Black, no sugar, lemon optional. Starbucks actually has really good plain black tea. Better than their coffee for sure. Yeah, can, can <laughs> confirm. Their coffee is pretty gross. Uh, just their brewed coffee, I think, is pretty foul. Um, winter uh, ginger ale. Interesting. Huh. I... I think Bobby talked about ginger ale and I really like we have some because Bridget wasn't feeling her tummy wasn't feeling well. So we have some and I like can't drink it outside of an airplane. I'm like, no, this is my airplane. drink. It's so weird, isn't it? it? It's so weird. And it's so yeah. weird how everybody came to that. Like yep. everybody thought they independently did it. And it's like, no, it's just like what you drink on an airplane. It tastes yeah. better on an airplane. Yeah, and so you, does tomato juice, I think. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. get on the plane and you're like, mm, I feel like mm. a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> As a Michigander, I have to say Verner's or or, or bust. Um, that's the only kind of ginger ale that's any good. And I do think it's funny. I mean, like ginger has been used for stomach ailments for a long time, but there's mm-hmm. no ginger in any. No, <laughs> I think it's just a comfort thing. Yep. But when you're in Michigan, there's no illness that a Verner's can't cure. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I had a roommate who was loyal to Verner's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Angela says, usually non-hot coffee. <laughs> I wish we had Dunkin's in these parts, but I get by with my 99 cent McDonald's iced coffee. At home, I just drink regular coffee that has gotten cold. <laughs> Parentheses, I know I'm a monster, but I just can't handle hot drinks. All right. I'm, I'm very glad that she added that because I was questioning non-hot coffee. I was like, what does that mean? Does that mean room <laughs> yeah. temperature? Does that mean cold Not, coffee? Does not mean iced coffee? No. That's so funny because I specifically got a mug with a battery in it so I didn't have to drink coffee that has gotten cold. Like, I hate it so much that <laughs> I will throw it away <laughs> if it's below 130 degrees. I like iced coffee, but I, uh, Angela, you like what you like, but like lukewarm wa- coffee makes me want to die. I'm like, yeah. Ugh. 
Me too. I think it changes the taste. I mean, it definitely changes yeah. the taste. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe just some people like it and some people don't. Yep. Um, it takes all sorts, right? Yes. Uh, Megan says cold brew with a dash of half and half or oat milk. If my body decides lactose is out for that month, <laughs> switch over to seltzer water, LaCroix, key lime or Waterloo peach for lunch beverage, boosting hydration, water with a sprinkle of crystal light lemonade mix. Just enough to make you wonder if the water is turbid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very tr- specific I've amount. I've tried crystal light so much, but I don't know. There is an aftertaste in yeah. that where I can like taste yeah. the powder or something. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't blend quite. Mm-hmm. enough yeah my last experience with crystal light is you know that person in dallas hillary that we both know from high school wait i'm not gonna say their name at the blonde oh yes 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 um, yes yes i was over at her house and she was like what would you like to drink it was like a party and she was she was making drinks and i was like well what are you drinking just make me one of those and it was a crystal light and vodka and i was oh, like God. oh i've never been so upset <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I was it's like, okay. oh, great. Thanks. Oh, I could drink like a Crystal Light mixed with a Diet 7-Up or something because I yeah. think the carbonation in the soft drink mm. would mask the aftertaste. Uh, Diet 7-Up Diet yeah. 7-Up is up, like as far as the diet drinks of the, you know, Lemon whatever, lime. clear, uh, is the best. It's so yeah. good. It's I know. So good. I agree. When I was pregnant, that was like my drink of choice because I was like, well, it doesn't have caffeine in it. It's kind of fun and it's a like, it's like spicy sort of. It's really good. And honestly, I think we've talked about mascot yep. and mascots and branding, but I think that stupid spot, yes. seven up spot yes. campaign yep. worked on me. Yeah. Um, I, my, my grandfather owned a seven up, uh, well, that's bottle, right. Yeah. Bottling, uh, company. I, I, distributor or something but um back to crystal light though i cannot um untangle crystal light from like diet culture in my head because i'm pretty sure my mom and my aunts and my sisters would like drink crystal light to like oh you know liven up their water because that's Mm -hmm. all you could really drink yep it goes along with snack wells yes really (laughs) yes absolutely (laughs) gross uh, where was I? Oh, Dorothy says Dr. Pepper. I can vouch for that. I have yeah. gone on trips with Dorothy and she drinks a lot of Dr. Pepper. She it's loves good. Dr. Pepper. It's good stuff. Yes. Emily says coffee in the morning, hot or cold brew, depending on my mood, diet Coke during the day, kombucha in the late afternoon slash early evening, hot tea at night. Wow. <laughs> Go through your whole day. Emily. <laughs> Least favorite water. <laughs> uh, Emily and I live together and I don't think we ever ever drink water we would get like those <laughs> trays of diet cokes you know the like like once or 24 or whatever just there were diet coke cans all over our, all our over gross our apartment no no water <laughs> to be found uh joseph of coffee and spindrift um what, this is um, a hot debate yeah what uh who makes spindrift again is that like target or i think i know they sell it at Trader Joe's. Oh. That's the first place I saw it. Because it's kind of like LaCroix, but it has actual juice in it. Ew. Oh. For the fancy people. Yeah. I, it's not my favorite. I don't know. I guess I like a more watered down flavor <laughs> or something. But it seems like a lot of people love that stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Julie says water, flat or sparkling, or unsweetened tea, hot or iced. I remember going to a family's house and they had like Perrier when I was a kid. And I was like, what the fuck is this? But now I like it more. But, you know, as a kid, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just getting water. 
Just yeah. water with just plain water with with bubbles is not my my thing. My dad mm. always drank Perrier when he was drinking mineral water, and I don't think it was because he really liked the Perrier, but because the Perrier was the fancy one and mm-hmm. it's going to have the yeah. best. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like that's the only sparkly water at a gas station, and I'm like, hmm, fancy <laughs> <laughs> gas station sparkly water. <laughs> I think it's lost some of that uh, some of that vibe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jennifer says pineapple slash coconut sparkling ice. That's yeah. a good choice. Uh, or coffee. Yeah. yeah. Very tropical. Jonathan says chocolate milk. That's the first mention of chocolate milk. <laughs> I think chocolate milk is underrated. It's delicious. And it's good post-exercise drink, too. Oh. oh, man. Every once in a while, I just get a craving for a chocolate mm. milk. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, Bet says polar black cherry seltzer. That is a good one. Oh, it is really good. I, yeah. I that's a that's a regional thing. We don't really have it down here, but polar is good. Mm-hmm. Super cold water and Yogi brand lemon ginger tea with a bit of honey. It's honey emoji. I am Pooh Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Super cold water. I I second that. I can't. I I have to put. So I put my. Um, I usually have water out of a. Uh, hydro flask so like insulate it and i fill it all the way with ice and then as much water as it will hold after that so it's just like almost ice basically Hmm. um very particular about the temperature of my (laughs) (laughs) i I do hope that when bet says she's poo bear she's referring to the honey and not walking around with no pants on well that's her prerogative (laughs) well depends on if you're at work or not where you are yeah situational (laughs) Um, Ray says, I have a great recipe that involves one teaspoon of cider vinegar, iced tea, lemon sugar, and ginger beer. It sounds a little bit like a cleanse. Just it sounds like the a shrub Tabasco. To me. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But the sugar in the ginger beer would probably. Yeah, well, there's true. honey in a cleanse, isn't there? It doesn't make any sense. Well, uh, you um, know what? If it tastes good, Ray. Yeah. Go yeah that's all I need to say. If it tastes I mean, good. I made shrubs last summer, I think, where you just like cook down muddled fruit, add in balsamic or apple cider vinegar, um, and then you can either do sparkling water and then booze or not booze. And that's like a common thing. Like drinking vinegar is a thing. Um, I'm a little surprised it came up, but yeah. that, that's really interesting. I kind of want to try it. Why are they called shrubs? I and don't why know. did I not hear about shrubs until like five or six years ago? I think they got like trendy. Yeah. Um, I, maybe it was on Smitten Kitchen where I got that recipe. Hmm. Maybe you saw it. I don't know. Um, Lori says Diet Dr. Pepper. Yes, of course. Uh, Denny says tea, preferably Darjeeling second flush. I know what Darjeeling is, but I don't know what second flush means. <laughs> I don't either. I was, to- I was... toilet related. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> second flush, Jenny. <laughs> is this some sort of <laughs> tea making method? I don't know. Uh, Megan says Diet Coke. I mean, OVS. Yes. yes, of course. John says I have an unconscionably large number of flavors of sugar-free syrups. Started with them for coffee and branched out. Lovely for mocktails and flavoring cakes too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Nick says Bisap. I think I'm saying that right. It's a sweet hibiscus tea from Western Africa. Really tasty. Okay, we all have some new drinks to try. Yeah, I want to try that. And that was our question of the week from last week. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, Lindsay sent us a nice voicemail about. Well, she was listening to the show, which I love when people force their spouses to listen to something that they're like not necessarily <laughs> <Yep>. interested in. 
<laughs> I do it a lot. Um, but then they discuss the most disgusting candy. No offense, Lindsay, and no offense, birthday girl, Christy. But uh, they discuss Necco wafers. Here yeah. we go. Hello, Tishi family. This is Lindsay from Montana. And I wanted to share with you a very merry holiday Necco wafer story. And Christy, naturally, this is mostly for you, but I think Anne can appreciate it too from a love of candy standpoint. Um, So after Thanksgiving, we were driving home to Montana from Portland. It's about a 12 hour drive, lots of passes. It's dark out, um, a lot of big trucks and just like being weary for black ice. So, you know, we're about halfway home and I was driving, talking to my husband and letting him, I almost said making him, he was listening to Tishi with me and it just so happened to be an episode, it was, it was a little older, um, kind of a defend yourself NECA wafers, Christy wise appreciation hour and my husband and I both love Necco wafers and so does our 10 year old child <laughs> um, and so I said you know what I think I have a roll of Neckos in my bag and guess what I did he like reached over he's all buckled in we're you know driving down the highway grabs my super packed bag I know exactly where they were he grabbed it got out that roll of wax paper and cracked that open and did a little taste test game since the flavors are so they're very um, flavorful and intense at least it really was that was exactly the wake up that we needed to keep carrying you know keep powering through and uh yeah, I think they taste even better in the dark when you're driving in a car and it's very boring and it's kind of like a a sleep or a sensory deprivation chamber. Your brain just really hones in on that delicious Necco crunch and flavor. Um, okay, thank you for all you do. And Christy, thank you for assisting us on our way back, back home after our trip um love you guys and take care well so this story went in a different direction (laughs) that i than i thought it would because Lindsay prefaced it and saying that it was the long 12 hour drive in the dark with the ice and stuff and the point in the story when her husband like was driving i think and reached over into the back seat to get the bag with the Necco wafers. I thought it was going to end with, and we slid off the road and crashed, <laughs> and we were stuck in our car for the next three days, and we ate the Necco wafers to survive. <laughs> to survive. <laughs> yes. So I was pleasantly surprised that it just ended with them all having a little Necco wafer party on the way home as they listened to us talk about Necco wafers. Oh, I love it. It's so wholesome. I'm very, I'm very glad you didn't crash the car, Lindsay. <laughs> Uh, yes. Well, and it's like we said, somebody has to like them. Otherwise, they wouldn't have made them for so long. Exactly. Can't only be Christy. <laughs> Christy's keeping him in business. <laughs> I think the gingerbread 
house industry helps a lot too. Yes, that's true. That's true. I did not. Mm -hmm. I did not order any because honestly, last year they made the roof so heavy. I was a little worried about the structural Mm. integrity, and those roofs weren't as big as the roof I'm planning for this next one, which I have done no work on for the past two weeks. So I don't know. It's probably not going to be a Christmas gingerbread house. It's going to be a Valentine's Day gingerbread house. (laughs) But. But they actually made the roof surprisingly heavy. So there's there's some structure to mm, those deco yep. wafers. Yep. Some heft. <laughs> Use them for real roofing slates. Yes. Yeah, seriously. They, they might hold up. All right. Should we move into the medium talk? Please do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yes. As Anne said, in our in our lightning round of um, topics, we... we went a little bit deeper on credit cards and realized there is a lot of meat on this bone. So we decided to talk about our relationship to credit cards, um, which in my case is very fraught. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I, I think we just kind of, you know, talk about like maybe our first card, uh, how we deal with credit cards now. And, you know, do we say, do we spend what our strategies are in that, Mm -hmm. uh, realm? Anne, you want to talk about yourself? Are we including debit cards in this? Because it is something different, but the line gets a little blurred. I mean, the thing is, in my life, I have transferred mostly to debit cards because I'm an irresponsible baby. So, like, <laughs> yes, they they act as credit cards, but not really because you're taking the money out. Right. You don't you have to spend ever... money you don't have. Yes, right. exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's, it's like a hybrid of yeah. the cash and the credit card. So, I don't know. I guess we'll just talk about what we talk about. And yeah. if, if we get into debit, then so be it. <laughs> I don't think we um, need to put a, put a moratorium on debit cards no. or anything. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm a I'm a saver. I get that from that my is gra- shocking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I would never have imagined it. <laughs> I get that from my grandma Lundholm. She was very much, uh, and and she was one of the grandmas who would have like an a little envelope of cash that she would like fish out of her purse and pull some twenties out of it. That I was always like, why don't you just have it in your wallet, grandma? I don't quite understand how that works, but I, I just, I think, and by the way, I don't want to put any value judgments on this save or spend. It's it's not a, a virtue that I am a savior, saver because I'm a savior. <laughs> I was going to say, that, oh. <laughs> that I'm a saver because that's just how I'm built. So it's not like I'm doing anything right by being a saver, but I'm just, I just don't like that doesn't, that doesn't activate my serotonin dopamine yeah i always forget which is which that like pushing the buy on the amazon cart or whatever doesn't make me happy in a way that i know it does for a lot of people so that's not anything that i have to struggle with or, or deal with and when i want something i buy it and i'm not particularly a bargain shopper it's just the fact that i don't usually buy stuff makes it possible that when i want something i don't worry how much I'm spending on it. So I remember opening my first savings account when I was 12, you know, the joint parent child savings account. And I dutifully saved all my babysitting money, all my Taco John's money, all my gift money that I got for birthdays and graduation and stuff. And then I think I had $8,000 in there when I went to college that I, you know, paid for part of my tuition with and that's just uh generally how I want to be I think I got my first credit card 
uh, when I was maybe a sophomore in college, I bypassed all those free pizza, free t-shirt giveaways on campus. Mm -hmm. Because I think I knew even then that there had to be a catch if they were trying so hard to get you. But I did get, I don't remember what institution it is, but it was a golden key honor society mastercard <laughs> which i still have wow still wow. use <laughs> it's one of those that i just like put my gym membership on it like one automatic yes. withdrawal thing and right. then yeah. just so i have it for emergencies or something and that has informed my spending ever since now there was a point my senior year of college where i spent all the money and, you know, we've talked about this before in our finance episode specifically, but uh, I had pretty much all the money to pay for three plus years of private college through scholarships, through some money that my grandparents gave me. And then I was totally broke. Mm. And I think I even paid tuition, but I had to ask my dad for rent money. Oh. because And I had a part-time job. And that paid for some stuff. And my rent was $330 a month. (laughs) But I was just tapped out. And instead of being like, yeah, I'll give you $2,000 or whatever, my dad made me call every month and ask for it. And then he he said, oh, yeah, I'll have your mom write you a check. And then it would be like a week before the check got there. In the meantime, I'd have to have my roommate cover my Ugh. half of the rent and it was Ugh. really embarrassing yeah yeah uh, and so humiliating to have to like crawl to my dad for money every Ugh. yeah every uh month and interesting and i don't know if it was just me or if it evolved later in my life but 10 years later on when now matt was in college and we had mm, online banking at yeah. that point i remember being over at my parents house one day and overhearing my dad talk to matt on on the phone how else would he talk to matt (laughs) um he's talking to matt and he said oh i looked in your checking account and i noticed it was a little low so i put four hundred dollars in there and you're like excuse me (laughs) what is this sorry what So I don't know oh. if it's just that he loved Matt more or he got a little mellower or it was more convenient or whatever the deal was. But that very much informed me about being in debt. And so I asked him for as little money as possible. And when I graduated from college, I had about $1,000 in debt on the credit card that was just groceries Ugh, because yeah. I was so poor. And I was desperate to pay it off as soon as possible and that is that is how i go to this day balance gets paid every month because having debt just makes Ugh. me crazy yeah it's the worst and i hated having a car payment i'm so happy i don't have that and i'm gonna run this car into the ground because i don't want another car payment and i'm actively trying to pay down my mortgage faster because yeah. i so hate Having that, and I hate having to pay money to get money. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just such a scam. Yeah, in all in all the ways. So I know that financially, they talk about if your interest rate on your mortgage is really low, and you can get a better investment return by investing, then you should do that. And I'm like, I don't care. I yeah. don't care because I don't want this hanging over me. 
I was listening to, I think it must have been Fresh Air or something, and it was talking about like super wealthy people, like not like millionaires, but like, you know, the billionaires of the world. And they essentially live in debt all the time because they don't want to pay taxes. So they don't want to have like a, they like don't, they basically take out loans all the time. So they, it shows as a loss that they're not making money. So they don't pay taxes, but they still have money. They just aren't. Anyway, I was like, kind of can't wrap my brain around it. Cause all I want to yeah. do is not owe anybody any so money. Stressful I know. Yeah. Sounds like a certain ex president is what it sounds like. Uh, yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. of rich people do that. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, that's whatever. I'm just like, I don't want to owe anybody money yeah. at all nope. ever. Nope. Nope. And I, and, and because of the way that my dad treated me, it's I think it's getting it's a little bit pathological to yes. me and yeah. the idea of like um, um, people using money to control you. I just mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah. I can't. So yeah. I can't owe anybody anything. Yeah. No, I agree. I concur. Um, Meredith. Um, I'm trying I I've been trying to remember what my first credit card was and I don't remember exactly, but it was, you know, a low limit college student credit card, probably $800, you know, not enough <laughs> yep. to get into a lot of trouble. Um, and I started out really responsible with it and then like you start to I don't know, I started to like rely on it a little bit too mm-hmm. much and soon it's like at $795 yeah. at all times. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like when when you're that poor, yeah. What are your yes. options? Right. Yeah, and I mean, I... And to pay the minimum at that, like, if it's... You're like, I can handle this. $15, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you're like, oh, but I don't have any more cash, so I need to get food, and then, how do... Yeah, so I did get myself into a little bit of trouble, like, not a lot, but I, I definitely got into more debt than I could handle, and so I had to basically do, like, a, a financial cleanse at some point and switch to just cash and aggressively paying down debt and I got out of it but it was very stressful I really hated that feeling of just like you know it's hard enough to be broke all the time but then also being in debt on top of it just just kind of like doubles the pain well and you feel as as you know three educated women who are pretty smart you feel dumb like you're like how did I get myself in this position yeah I felt like a failure like I know better yeah and I still messed this up but it's very easy to do when you're poor (laughs) being poor is very expensive um, and yep. so like, you know, it's been kind of my, I, I just used debit for a really long time after that. I just didn't trust myself. And then finally I kind of was like, okay, I have a stable income. I can maybe handle <laughs> a credit card. And now I put everything on credit cards and pay them off every single month. Yeah. Um, as far as like saving versus spending, I kind of, I don't know if I can put myself in one category or the other. I feel like I spend a lot of money on a lot of things, but it's like, nothing fun usually it's like house stuff and groceries and pet uh, you know supplies and you you seem to have a good handle on like quality of life stuff that i don't realize because you'd be like oh yeah i got this it does this thing and i'm like wait a minute that's a thing that exists (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what you mean but i appreciate the help (laughs) like i don't know you seem i don't know like (laughs) Like, I'm such a make-do person. I have this very specific memory of being in college when it, when I was that poor and senior in college. And my roommate and I got really into making omelets for some reason. <laughs> and the We're first delicious. time she, she we did it, she was all in a lather because she was like, we don't have an egg beater. We can't make omelets without an egg beater. And I was like, why don't we just use, use a fork? fork? <laughs> like, the idea of 
needing an egg beater for that sort of thing mm. was just totally foreign to me because I'm just like a make do with whatever you have. But I, but I will say for you, I wouldn't like um, put you in the egg beater category because the things <laughs> that you get are so much more practical than just an egg beater. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I do like, try. Oh, I mean, I try not to know. be frivolous. I feel yeah, like that maybe is a I think that's useful. Yeah. Maybe I spend, I don't know. I always feel guilty about spending no matter what it is. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Even if I have enough money to cover it, I'm like, oh, I don't need this. So like I do buy frivolous things, but I feel bad about it. Does that help? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a line, right? Because, <laughs> because I am on the line where I never buy anything frivolous because I'm like, well, I don't need that. And yeah. I can use a fork. Um, but then it it gets to the point where that can be just silly. Like, why am I making life mm-hmm. so much more um, tedious for myself when I do have the money yeah. to buy some small comforts? Right. Yeah, I think using money to make your life better, it, I don't see any problem with that. No, not at all. <laughs> That's how I try to do it. I'm not, not always super successful. But I do also, as we talked about in the in the money podcast, I save a lot of money for retirement um, a lot, a lot, a lot. And that's mostly Sherry's influence. So I don't see, I don't even see most of it. Right. Um, so I feel good about that. And I have enough of a, a cash cushion that I feel okay. Yeah. Generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I, I do have, um, three main credit cards that I, that I rotate. And I think we'll talk about those in detail a little bit later. Um, but that's pretty much what I do. I use my debit card only when I absolutely have to because I don't get any points for using my <laughs> debit card. Well, and I, you know, this isn't anything particularly like um, life shatteringly brilliant, but I, I am very nervous about using my debit card online. Yeah, because I'd yes. rather put it on credit. And then, you know, if someone gets the number, there's a limited amount of damage they can do that I'm it probably not going to be responsible yeah. for. Yeah, Rather right. than having somebody drain my bank account yeah. before yeah. I know what's going on. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to keep that card off the internet. <laughs> Me too. Um, well, so I didn't have a credit card. I had a, a banking, I had like a checking account, I guess. And I don't think I had a debit card at the time. This was in college. I don't think I had a debit card. I think I just wrote checks i don't know i don't really when they first came out i didn't yeah yeah, i did too i don't remember when i got one but i did not understand it i was like i don't have a credit card what is this i'm like at the grocery store they're like just run it as credit i'm like i don't but i don't want to pay interest and they're like well it's not you don't don't just just don't worry about it yeah (laughs) Uh, don't worry pretty little head about that um i when i went to um i did study abroad my junior year and i had to get a credit card because you don't take checks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I must. I guess I had an ATM card, but it was like, no, you need to have a credit card as well. You mean and you I, didn't take traveler's checks with no, you? No, I did not. <laughs> I, I'm sure my dad would have loved if I had. But so I, I think I, I applied for a credit card and I was rejected because I had no credit, which is like, okay, okay, whatever. So this my is snake eating its tail. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So my dad ended up getting me a credit card that was because they were going to pay it. I am a brat. I, this is my tales of woe with credit are so <laughs> self-imposed that it's embarrassing. I'm the baby. I'm the baby. So my dad got me a credit card attached to his card. Okay. So my limit was like psychotic. Like it was like I no 21 year old should have like a $20,000 limit on their credit card. And I really like, I understood how credit cards work, but like not really. Like I knew it theoretically, but not 
you know, it was not embedded in my brain yeah. how That's they work. That's a lot work. of vodka diet cokes or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and just like going to Target or whatever, you know, like, so my, I had this credit card. And then when I graduated, I think at some point my dad was like, okay, you're done. Like you're off the, you, uh, we're not paying for your credit card anymore. Like you need to open up your own credit card. So at that point, because they thought that I was like, had the credit oh, of no. my dad, when I opened my American Airlines MasterCard, it was like another $20,000 limit. Like, yes. okay, I'm making $9 an hour. I live in San Francisco or the Bay Area. And I, you know, my rent is whatever. It wasn't that crazy, but I wasn't making any money. Like I, I made $9 an hour. Um, but I had a, so I, I remember the first time I let, um, my, I didn't pay it off. Like I remember being like, Oh, I can't really fully pay it off. It wasn't that much, but I was like, I can't really fully pay it off. I'll do it next month. Well, that was the beginning of the end for me. <laughs> next Kicking the can down the road. Yeah. Forever. And it yeah. was like, again, you know, Oh, it's $15. That's fine. But then you know, the interest, the interest, the interest, the interest, you're paying the interest in that. And it is just building up over time. And then it just, I, it just got on top of me. And I, I didn't do what I should have done now in retrospect. I didn't call my parents and say, I'm embarrassed. I, I'm over my skis. You know, I, I can't pay this off. And I just kind of muscled my way through paying minimums for many years and opening up other credit cards to kind of try to solve that. And I would like make more money and pay it down a little bit, but then I wouldn't, and I just would never learn a lesson. And what I, what I would do would like open a store credit card because I wanted something. And then I would have, I mean, at some point I had so many, and not so many, it wasn't like I had 20, but I had, you know, five credit cards that I was like, just paying all the time. I mean, it's, I, I can't even believe that I, I did this and what I really am trying to teach my kids and my parents did a good job. It was just, I didn't have the reality. I didn't, I wanted to live like I did when I was in high school where everything was paid for me. And I don't, I, we all. yeah, but I didn't, <laughs> you know, I didn't make the money to do it. And I just credit cards. I had the, I had the, uh, limit that I could kind of afford stuff. And it just, I just got into trouble. And and again, like what I should have done was ask my parents, Hey, can I, can I ask for a loan and I'll pay it back to you? So I don't have like the interest situation going on, but I just never did it. And I was about 40 when all my credit cards were paid off. And, um, it sucks. It totally sucks because it is an albatross. It is just like hanging Mm -hmm. around you. You can, be happy. You can buy things, but then you're like, I just, I owe this money. I owe this money to somebody. And it's so hard to get out of it. It is so, it is like, it is depressing and just, it sucks. It totally sucks. And, um, I am now really like, I'm starting to make the turn of like, okay, I'm going to start using credit cards now again in the hopes of just paying it off. Like, I mean, I do, I pay off my credit cards now. I, I don't have any debt besides my house. Um, but I, I really like, I, I opened a chase, like a travel card and I was like, well, I'll just buy plane tickets and whatever. And I'll, I'll use this one. And you know, I, I can get points. And I started to look at the balance and I was like, this, I can't do this. Like, I just can't, I can't, I still can't do this. Like it's so mm-hmm. hard for me to do it. So I really live that debit based life I, for, for stuff on the internet. I do try to use a credit card because of what y'all said. Like it's too stressful to, you know, get your debit card hacked. Cause that's actual money that is getting taken well, away it's from like- you. It takes forever to come back. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you get it back at all. I know. I've and heard so many horror stories about just 
accounts getting fully drained and their bank's like, sorry. Sorry, we can't do it. I mean, USA is, USAA is great, but it still does take time. And I'm yeah. lucky that I live in a life now that I, you know, if, if somebody takes some money, it's not like, oh God, I can't pay my mortgage this month. Like, I'm okay. We're, we're okay. It just is. But that was over time and that's me like making more money and mm-hmm. it has, you know, just like being in my forties and I can afford it. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it, it, it is, it's, it's a scary, scary place to be. But yeah, man, I had some fun in my twenties. I would just like <laughs> <laughs> made some really, I mean, I got, I would get new outfits at Banana Republic and you know, it was the way because I was poor, maybe I was unhappy with my life. That was the way that I solved it you know like and you were saying it does it that's not something that you're like i click it and it it releases some some hormone it for me it would like it would just be like okay i can kind of forget about this and you know and then in my more like sober i don't mean i was drunk but like in my more sober moments thinking like no this is actually like really not good like you need to take care of it Mm -hmm. but then you just kind of bury your head in the sand and you're like it's fine Anyway, but I do have great credit because I was every credit card's dream, credit card company's dream because I always paid at least my minimum every Mm. month. I have never missed a payment. I've Mm -hmm. never missed a payment. So my credit is excellent. Excellent. So yeah, it sucks. It totally sucks. That's true. They they like you more than they like someone like me who has always. Yeah. Yeah. Almost always. It's so crazy when I, when I finally paid them all off, like I, I like took a hit which is whatever yep. it doesn't. I mean, I still have good credit, but it's dumb. And there was, and you were talking about how you have the one that like, just you put one thing on it and you mm-hmm. know, just to keep it open. Well, I at some point opened like a USAA credit card. Or I, I don't remember. They, I, for whatever reason I opened it. it was years ago and I never used it. I never used it. And I just had it in my, like, I hear a child screaming. Hold on. Okay. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I, um, I had it in our little, like, it's like a little, it's not a safe, but you know, a little like box where we keep credit cards or whatever things that we aren't, don't use. Like I think our passports are in there. Um, and I just had forgotten about it and they sent me a note that was like, you better use it or we're going to close it. And I mm-hmm. just forgot. And I should have done something like, I should have just done something. What baby? Okay. Bye. Love you. <laughs> Okay. Sorry. Um, anyway, I just forgot to use it. I should have put like, I should have put a Patreon. Missy does that where she'll just charge her like Patreon. Um, like, you know, if she subscribes to something, it's like whatever, it's $15 a month or whatever. And I just did it and they closed it down because I just forgot. And my credit took a hit, which is so stupid. Yeah. It's yeah. such bullshit because I, I just had this one random credit card that I never used and they closed it down. Yeah. I think I just, I think I just recently told the story on the podcast. About that, I had a Discover card long ago. That was like that. That I just wanted to have a different credit card in case. Yeah. And um, and the oh, and the the limit got incredibly high. Like they just kept increasing it. It was like forty thousand dollars. God. And then one day they sent me a letter, and they were like, "We're cutting your credit line to eighteen thousand dollars." And I was like, "All right." <laughs> and then a few months later, they sent me another letter, and they're like, "We are closing your account." And I was like, "Okay." And then the next week, I got the letter in the mail that said, "Please, we miss you. Consider coming back." And I was like, "You broke up with me, assholes. <laughs> you broke up with me." Uh, yeah, it's I. I think now I have. I mean, I have some credit cards that I don't 
No, I mean, most of them, that MasterCard definitely got shut down because I was like, I paid that off and I was like, I got to be done with it. I have my Chase one and my American Express one because, well, we we first transferred to doing stuff on American Express because you have to pay that. And it was like, this will force me to pay it. Like if I, you know, I I have to pay this. But yeah, I I have like a Chase American Express and then I have a Nordstrom card, but I, I use that for points, but I do pay it off. Now that I'm thinking about it, I have quite a lot of store cards. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's talk about store cards. I want to talk about store cards, then I want to talk about other deal cards, right? Because the because a store card is, I mean, it's credit, but it's it's like all internal. Like every every store wants you to get their their card because the interest then goes to them instead (laughs) of a third party or whatever. Um, So I have only ever had one store card, and that was a New York and Company card i loved that store yes. because they sold tall people clothes <laughs> yes they did i i too for quite a while was very into that and there was one of those where it was like if you open the store card we'll give you 80 percent off your order and mm-hmm. i was gonna spend a lot of money so i was like okay i'll do this and it had it was nothing but aggravation after that and i i treated it like a regular card so whenever i spent anything i would pay it down but the problem was somehow Somebody else's email got associated with my account, like somebody named like Molly living out on the East Coast. And so every time I would shop there and use the card, they would be like, and you're Molly. And I'd be like, no, I'm Anne, for God's sake. And I tried (laughs) so hard to get it changed and they couldn't. And then I couldn't log into the account to change it online. And I was, oh, and then I used to get, wait, I used to get emails to my account for her saying, hey, could you please pay off your balance? <laughs> oh, no. oh, my God. And I'm like, there's no balance on my card. <laughs> oh, my God. And so finally I was like, I'm just walking away from this. As far as I know, I st- that card is still open in my name, but I haven't shopped at that store for a long time because I'm too heavy to shop there oh, now. Rude. Um, <laughs> I know. Make bigger clones. <laughs> please. Please. Um, and don't tell me to go to Lane Bryant because apparently at Lane Bryant, they think I want to dress like a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Giant swirling patterns in orange and teal and black is all Lane Bryant has. Uh, so Can't dumb. you see that fat ladies also want to wear regular clothes? <laughs> yes. I um. want New York and company clothes in Lane Bryant sizes. Um but anyway, as far as I know, that account is still open. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that it's been closed, but I just couldn't do anything. Like, they just wouldn't help me change it ever. So and so I abandoned it. So, like, I, I am soured on store cards. Um, Meredith, which ones do you have? I'm trying to make a list. So I have a Nordstrom card, for sure, um, that I use quite a lot. Um I have an Apple card that is attached to my Apple ID and it's what I use for like subscriptions. So mm-hmm. it's, it, I only ever have like a $20 balance on that every month that gets auto paid. Um, I have a West Elm card for furniture. Ooh. Cause when you're buying a whole bunch of furniture all at once, it becomes, yes. yep. you know, that, yeah. that 20% becomes really nice. Um, and that is the only card that I carry a balance on because when I bought our bedroom furniture, it was a zero interest thing. So I was like, well, oh, sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I could pay it all, but I may as well just like pay it slowly and, you know, not pay any interest. Um, I have an athletic card for yoga clothes. Ooh. 
Um, Which is essentially like a gap card. It's essentially yes. a gap card. You can use it yeah. at the Gap and Banana Republic, but I never do because I always forget that that's a thing and I don't really care. <laughs> um, I rarely use that card. Um, gap has good jeans, though. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, they do. I just hate wearing jeans, so I almost never buy them. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't wear jeans anymore. <laughs> jeans aren't that comfortable. No, I spend not. a lot more time in yoga pants than I do in jeans. Yep. <laughs> and mostly just pajamas from Target. Um, uh, that seems like a lot of... That's three cards. That's not that many. No. Mm-mm. No. Um, yeah, I think I went through the... I, I think I opened a fair amount of store cards in my time. Nordstrom was the first one because my first store was right next to a Nordstrom. So I was like, well, and I would go have lunch. God, it's so stupid. I would go have lunch at the Nordstrom and it was so expensive. And I was like, well, I'll just put it on my yeah. Nordstrom card. I don't have any money. So I'll just put it on my Nordstrom card. But you feel so good about yourself oh, when you I dine at Nordstrom. I, I did like the Nordstrom Cafe at, at um, North, North Park. Park. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Brazil or I don't mm. know, whatever it's called. Um, and then... I definitely had a, a um, Banana Republic one, and that one's long gone. And then I had, I'm sure I had a Gap, an Old Navy. I definitely had a Macy's one. I definitely had a Macy's one, um, which is weird, because I'm like, when was I, sh- why did I have a Macy's card? Like, I don't go to Macy's that much. Now, You're buying I mean, toasters? I, yeah, apparently. Towels? I don't know. Macy's but, uh, feels like feels like Kohl's now to me. I don't know yes. why. Oh, it like, totally does. Their vibe changed. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid. I think we've talked about this. I remember when I was a kid thinking Macy's was really fancy. Me too. But, well, it did used to be. Yeah. But it's definitely it's downgraded. Really they, uh, and I, I remember uh, we went out. We, were, we went out to um, San Jose for like Matt's senior recital or something. And we ended up needing to get him a tie. For, like, I mean, he had ties. But for whatever reason, we needed to get him a tie. And we went to the Macy's there. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so nice here. It's like yeah. what I remember a Macy's could be. But all the other Macy's now are just a little bit dingy, it seems Ugh. like. Yeah. I mean, Bridget and I went to the big one in um, Union Square or whatever in San Francisco. And that one's like nice-ish because it's like the downtown one. But it yeah. still is a little chaotic. They bought, you know, there was a company called or there was a store called Foley's that was in Dallas. And um Macy's bought that kind of like how Macy's buys, you know, now it's just like a big conglomerate. Um, yep. They bought all the sort of local department stores. Anyway, yep. uh, I definitely had a Macy's one. I now I think I have, I have Nordstrom, which I do use a fair amount. Um, and cause that's where I get a lot of my work clothes, which I spend too much money on work clothes, but that's cause I have to go into this stupid office yeah. and I have, I have a target one, but I have a target debit card because again, I was like, I don't trust myself when I opened it. I now probably would get a target just like credit card, but you get that five. That seems per- like a nice deal though, because you get all the perks. Yeah. You get 5% you don't have off. to get another credit card. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And target like, just, is dangerous. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about oh, this yes. before. How do you I mean, get out of target without spending a hundred dollars? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, some people ha- must do it. I have no idea. The other day, Bridget and I went to go get like a, got some presents for Rory's birthday, which was on this past Thursday. We did get a present for a birthday party she was going to. And then I was like, let's go smell candles. Oh, by the way, <laughs> this is a total side note. I learned a new slang. And I think this is, you know, probably been around longer and just like white people are catching on to it now. But I 
told I Bridget and I were just milling about Target and I said, Ooh, do you want to go smell candles? And she said, say less. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. And that it doesn't mean like stop talking. Cause that's what I would think of it is like, say, yeah. uh, you know, say less. Um, it means it, absolutely. Yeah. It and I was like, you don't what? need to keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go do it right now. And I was like, Oh, well, mostly I was like my little teen. She's like, so cool. Like saying, <laughs> teaching me new stuff. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, wait, tell me what that means. Um, Anyway, but yeah, now it's just... Oh my God, you're me. such a boomer. <laughs> I'm such a boomer. I know, I'm like going on Urban Dictionary. Like, what does this mean? Oh, God. Yeah, there's there's other... I mean, she has called me bruh before, and I'm like, I'm not interested in that. You <laughs> Do don't not. call me bruh. Yeah, <laughs> don't call me bruh. Not your bruh. Actually, um, say less. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just have Nordstrom and not Target. I mean, debit card, but... Uh, I, I did my journey and those ones when I was paying down all my credit cards and doing all that stuff. Uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> tips from the trade, you can call MasterCard, you can call Visa and negotiate your APR because usually it's like so psychotically high yeah. and I'll, with a lot of them you can, or you can move them around or whatever, but some of them you can negotiate them pretty low. You cannot really at store cards and they're no. really And they're high. so bad. They're yeah. like 19% or something. I mean, it's insane. And I just, again, I think of myself as a relatively smart person, but it was like, I just didn't. I'm not math oriented. So it was like, it just didn't mean anything to me. And now thinking yeah. about it uh, on the other side, I'm like, you're getting charged 20% of, you know, what you're, it's just crazy. It's insane. So I think yeah. the new credit card new new, they're several years old now, but where they have to actually show yeah. you, like if you yeah. only paid the minimum, here's yeah. how long it would take yeah. and here's how much uh, it would cost. I that, think that's really good information. Thank you. Like Elizabeth Warren yes. for doing that. But yeah, no, I mean, cause when I was first getting my credit card bills, I had no idea what any of it, but it's like tiny print. I really yep. didn't. I was like, well, whatever. Right. I didn't check. realize that one little slip up means they jack your interest rate up to like a thousand percent. Yeah. 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 It's pretty and, gross. And they do it randomly every mm-hmm. once in a while. Yeah. Like I'll get a, I'll get a letter or a notice or something that's like we're raising your interest rate to 26.85 percent and i'm like okay because i pay it off every month yeah, anyway right. i don't right. care it's fine you can I don't, raise it to 90 percent. i don't know what any of my interest care. rates are anymore because i don't care no, i know that's I, a nice luxury to have i i re- i realized i was in a better place financially because i set an auto pay and i was like wow, I can just like set an auto. It used to be like, when do I have the money? When can I pay this off? And now I'm like, I always have the money. Yes. To have now though, I don't even wait. It makes, I'm like, no, I'm just gonna pay it now. I'm paying it now. I don't want to see it. Like I don't, I want it to be zero. I always want to I have mine on auto pay just because I don't, want to have to log in i just don't want to deal with it like yeah, i just yeah, like yeah. that it's done for me and it's something well, I, I don't have to think about and i have the anxiety that i'm going to forget yes if yes. i don't mm-hmm. have it on auto pay so i just need to take that anxiety to- level it's it's interesting um i don't have a sherry in my life meredith but now i have a laura <laughs> in my life <laughs> and she is like, yeah, you don't need to have $15,000 in your checking account no, at all right. times. Yeah. So let's, <laughs> right. let's move some of this money out and into other, you know, more lucrative places. And it is building that anxiety again. Because she, she's like, 
why don't we just try $7,000? You can have $7,000 in your trekking account. And I'm like, I don't know if I like that. (laughs) And when I got my last raise at the beginning of the the last year, I didn't tell her that I got a raise. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted more money in my checking account. I did. It's your money. I think you should do what makes you comfortable, honestly. (laughs) I did tell Dave when, like early in our marriage, I was like, I think that you and I have different ideas of what makes me comfortable, like what makes us comfortable in our checking account. Like mm-hmm. you think having a hundred dollars left over after everything is okay. And I do not oh, think Jesus. that. <sighs> I know. I was like, I can't, that makes me like want to hurl. And he's like, Oh, okay. Like he kind of, it didn't really like, he just had never really thought about it. He's like, well, we have extra money. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I need like a pad. Like I need a pretty yeah. good pad. Yeah. Like what if I decide I want to, uh, make a charitable donation like I'm seeing somebody like raising money for something and then do I have to like open up my bank account like can I afford to give a hundred dollars or whatever and how and like I don't want to do that no well for me it's like there are so many auto deductions now that I can't keep track of them yeah Yeah. exactly and I worry that something will hit that I forgot about and I won't have enough in there so I just I need to have like a healthy level of cushion for to be comfortable yeah, when I was 25, if I had $2,000 in my checking account, I was like, whew, yes. doing great. <laughs> yeah. And now $2,000, that's, that's not like, okay. scary no, time. That's, yeah. 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 Now I, I agree. Um, another, uh, I'm just going to put myself out on Front Street, another dumb thing that I did, which this actually really did kill me. Kids, if you're listening, <laughs> don't do this. Um, I attached my credit card to my bank account so that if or I, I guess I tra- attached my bank account to my credit card so that if I overdrafted, which I'm doing regularly, uh, it would pull money from my credit card. And that oh, is really, no. that is really the shit that you can't, the, uh, the interest on that, you can't, because it's cash. Like they will not. Oh, that's a cash advance. It's a cash advance. I've never even thought of doing that. Oh, Oof. don't ever do that. Ever. Well, it was mostly when, I mean, obviously you're not in the position, but it was mostly when I was, I think it was when I was living in Los Angeles and it was just like, I would get an overdraft or whatever. And, you know, they try, and I was like, well, I'm going to mitigate against this. I'll just cut, like, pull from my credit card just in case. Well, I did it a fair amount of times and it feels real gross and it really stacks up. Like, cr- again, like I said, credit cards, you can, you know, knock down the interest rate, but they won't do it on cash. And it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. I mean, the amount of stupid shit I did and the amount of money I could have saved by now, like I kind of can't think about it because, um, yeah. Uh, it's gross, but you know yeah. what? I'm on the other side of it, and it's I done, live to done. tell. Yeah, yeah. It's done. <laughs> I live to tell the tale. Um, Did either of you ever do any check kiting? Oh yes. <sighs> yeah, I mean, but like baby, like ten dollars. But like it would be like, okay, I know I'm going to have this money in two days. So like, let's just hope that it doesn't. Hit. get deposited yes. before then yes <laughs> yeah i did it like a couple days before payday for for not very much so i never really got into trouble with it it always actually kind of worked out <laughs> but it was also anxiety making yeah. you know because you're just like if yeah. any one little thing goes wrong it's a house of cards that can crumble pretty yeah, fast that, that was something that i never even thought to do in fact i don't think i even really knew what it was until one luke burbank <laughs> talking about how he used to do it and i was like oh that's what that is like I'd heard the term yeah but yeah I don't think I see I guess that points to the fact that I was never really that poor because I never had to to that point Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think I had to juggle like that. My own personal little sort of Ponzi effect. (laughs) It is sort of a Ponzi scheme. Um, I I, there was a grocery store like um, that was not, you know, it was just a local grocery store, and you could write like you could cash checks there, and I would definitely like cash a twenty dollar check and be like, hopefully this. I mean, now I think you really can't do it as much because it. I mean, no, I, they I, use the ACH for yeah, checks now. I write one check for the kids. Stupid! Um, it makes me crazy. Actually, the kids aftercare. It's six hundred dollars a month. That's my only check that I have to write, and they take. I wish they would use ACH on that one because it takes. I'm just waiting for it to go through. I'm yep. like, okay, is it going through? I mean, I'm obviously budgeted for it. It's not like it's gonna you know, overdraft or anything. I'm just like, come on. I just want it to go through. So it's done. I honestly would write them a check at the beginning of the year for whatever, six, you know, 600 times. Yeah. Nine months or whatever. I'm like, can I just write you a check for this? I just want to be done. I'd hate paying a monthly bill like that. I hate it. It's so irritating to me. I have to write checks to my housekeepers, boohoo. And to my (laughs) neighbor down the street who mows the lawn. So that's seasonal, but it is annoying because they will like save up four of them and then cash them all at once. You're like, you're killing me. Thanks. I kind of do the opposite because the only check I write is for my therapist for the $25 copay. And so I just wait until I have seen her four times and then I'll write a check for $100 (laughs) and send it to her. Uh, I less less work for her is less chances she's going to screw up my accounting, yes. which is an entirely possible. Yeah, thing you've for mentioned her to do. she's not super great at this. <laughs> great therapist, <laughs> part of the not thing. so great at the administration. Yeah. Uh, um, all right, I like this. And your question: What is the best card? What is the best card? Help me. Because I now I have two cards. I still have the Golden Key Master card that I opened when I was a sophomore <laughs> college. And the Discover card was closed. So I don't have that anymore. And I have a Chase Freedom. Yeah. Um, which I think Matt told me to get. Because I there are so many cards and so many different deals. And like Bobby is so loyal yeah. to his airline cards. His you know, Delta or whatever, whatever. And that whole thing just bewilders me i don't have the love of a deal enough to go chasing down all those specifics and do all the comparisons so i just want somebody to tell me what the best card is for general purpose because i mean i the idea of airline points is great but if i just get regular points that convert to cash i can use that to buy airline seats and i don't have you ever like perused nerd wallet uh, not really. They have a good comparator. And because I think the best card depends on what you want out of it. Um, And if right. you want just like points that convert to cash, I think there are several good options. Um, And you, then you have to start looking. It gets complicated pretty quick because you have to start looking at annual fees. Yeah. And, yep. you know, do you care about interest rates? And is there like, what are the other perks involved? Do, do you care about that? Does it does it have different points at different places? You know? Yeah. So it gets do you maximize your points at like, you know, using a lift or something, whatever. Yeah. Right. This, yeah. this this is why I want somebody else to do this for me. Yeah. Because. I don't give a shit. Like you said, do you ever peruse Nerd Wallet? And I thought, eh, that's too much work. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> well, and I I follow like a handful of, uh, like, actually, it's one of Bobby's friends. It's like, I don't know, basic travel couple or something like that. And they'll be like, open this credit card and you get all these points and then you get this. And then you, and I'm like, this seems like too much work for me to do. Like, I don't. 
I guess you get a bunch of free stuff, but it seems like one stressful and two, like a little bit too much work for not a yeah. lot of gain. Mm-hmm. And if you're somebody who's into that, like, as we mentioned, Bobby yeah. is clearly like on top of that and enjoys chasing down that stuff, yeah. then, hey, go for it. But I just cannot. Well, I'm looking at the best cashback credit cards and Chase Freedom Unlimited is not the first one. Hey, hey. On the list. So you might. So be, maybe I'm good. Maybe you're already good. Yeah. Um, I have some thoughts, but I think mine are me specific. Um, I have three cards that I use kind of for different things. And and I'm sorry, but I do have an Amazon credit card. That's why. And it's because I do use Amazon a lot, unfortunately, and Whole Foods um, mm-hmm. now that they own like everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you get 5% back on Amazon purchases and Whole Foods purchases. And I pay that every single month off. It's my primary card, so I spend quite a lot on it. I have never paid a cent in interest. And this year, I just checked my points. I've 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 gotten over six hundred and fifty dollars. Oh wow! Back wow! In points from that card, so that's kind of like in a way, Gregory was like, "This is sort of an fu to Jeff Bezos." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're not True. making any money on me. Extra, I mean, not interest, right? Like it probably means that I shop there more than I would. Uh, maybe I don't know. I would shop there anyway. Um, do you buy like Amazon brands? Not really. I, I I do a lot of like subscribe and save stuff. So like I feel like you know. All the paper towel, all my 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 <laughs> fancy cloth paper towels are free. <laughs> all the mm-hmm. cat food is free, you know, stuff like that. So it's like these staples that I usually are the things that I get on Amazon. Um, and then so that's that's one. The other one is my Costco card. Um, mm. I really love my Costco card. It has um, cash back that you get once a year, and it comes in the form of a Costco voucher. Um, so you have to take it to Costco, but that's fine because I always go to Costco. Mm, and then smart of Costco, yes. just dump Again, it right back into the snake same pool. eating the tail. Well, yep. but what you do is so you know I could go to Costco, I could buy something for a dollar, and then they give me the rest of the cash at the register for whatever's oh. left over. So um, that is great for gas. Um, you get a lot back on gas. And I, I remember when we moved to Dallas, I used that card for gas for like the U-Haul truck and the car. And the, that cash back check that year was really big. <laughs> um, because, you know, it's so you, you get your Costco membership, you get um, a dividends check if you're an executive member, and then you get cheap gas and nice cash back. So I like that a lot. And then I find like... <laughs> Stupidly, right before the pandemic, I got a Southwest card because <laughs> I was like, "I'm gonna, I should start earning airline miles." And <laughs> whoops. Um, so, but that one is that one is good for using on transit stuff. So, like, my Lyft account is attached to that yeah. card, and yeah. then Southwest, obviously, and then for some reason, it's my DoorDash card. It's the one I use for DoorDash, so I don't hmm. use it very much. Um, so that's that's usually a very low balance. Um, card so it's the it's the amazon and the and the costco card that i use the most hmm. i mean i okay. guess it's good it's like the things that you actually use mm-hmm. you know for yeah. that. and i Seems might like be very... able to maximize that more but i don't I, i've held off on that because i don't want to close accounts and have my yeah. credit take a hit i have yeah. very i have like i have above 800 credit yeah. score now and i don't want to ruin that even though i don't really need it right now like now would not be the buying. time that yeah. i'm not buying a house or anything i can yeah. build it back up but i'm still just afraid to close account i've had the the costco card for like a decade yeah um yeah and i'm i i wouldn't get rid of that one i would get rid of the no, amazon no. one yeah. yeah the costco one seems really 
useful. It is. It's great. I mean, yeah. it seems like you are um, being really targeted yeah. with what you like, which is great. I'm like, I want one ring that rules them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I have a chase one, and I like that. I mean, whatever. I got po- I got to, you know, when I opened it, I got a bunch of points, and I was able to get a ticket to come back to Austin to go to Mike's right <laughs> the memorial um and it i don't know it's fine it's it works i don't know it's metal i kind of like that i'm like ooh, it feels my amazon crazy. card is to people at the grocery store like what is this <laughs> also I, try cutting it up it doesn't work <laughs> i um dave's always like oh should we get the like you know the platinum amex but the fee is so high you do mm-hmm. get some stuff but the fee is so high that i'm like i don't think so we just have I can't the green handle one. an annual yeah no, it's fee. like it's like no. five hundred dollars or something, and I'm like, and again, I don't it's pay paying that. for the privilege to use my yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, and I'm like the the stuff that we get. I was like, I just don't know if we would use that enough. I mean, I guess if I traveled a lot, a lot, and I did big trips, I'd want to go to the Centurion Lounge or whatever. But I'm like, <laughs> I just don't. I I mean, I travel a fair amount, but not that much. And I don't. I'm not there that early that I'm like, I need to lounge. I'm fine lounging in the right. gate with like a drink or something. Yeah, I'm good. I used to fly a lot more than I do now. So yeah, the Southwest card might be (laughs) unnecessary. (laughs) Maybe if maybe if I did multi leg trips where you get you're going to get stuck. I mean, we've talked about this before. Would you rather do a one hour layer or a four over lay hour four hours? In that case, you know, maybe you do want to go to the Mm -hmm. Centurion Lounge. Yeah. Yeah. If I traveled from for work, I would want lounge access. I mean, yeah. I did. I but did it's go to the, harder and harder. Yeah, and they're closing it down to certain yeah. people. It's like you, only if you have certain. I did go to the Centurion Lounge in Philadelphia, and that was very nice. I was like, "This is all." I'm so sometimes I can be such a redneck. I'm like, "This is all free." <laughs> <laughs> My mom's like, Shh, "Yes, like get, that was me the first time together. I was in a in a box seat at a sporting event." <laughs> Like, how I, much I, does this cost? I just think this is another one of this, those things that I should probably never experience because then I'll know what I'm missing. Like yeah. now that I know what first class is like, I'm so resentful of yeah. people who are in first class when I'm not. You're just shooting daggers. I've never sat in first class. I, I mean, I've sat in like premium, but whatever. Like it's just up at the front. Like it's not it's, anything it's different. First class great. is really nice. I, I only it. got upgraded. I think I've only been upgraded once on Delta. And of course there is no first class on Southwest no. so that's not even a concern but on Delta it was like very comfortable I, <laughs> I was want like it. shoot I, I wish it. I'd never experienced this I know damn it all right anyway we all have very good credit some are <laughs> we have young boobs with good credit <laughs> yes, finally exactly. finally uh, after after toiling I have no debt which is good and good credit I came out of it alive it's an inverse Maybe. relationship between age yeah, Deep health <laughs> <laughs> credit score. Uh, um, okay, question of the week: Are you a saver or a spender? And also, what's your favorite credit card? <laughs> I guess maybe. Yes. I was very hesitant about this topic because I don't want this to turn into a credit card advertisement. Commercial. I know we're all <laughs> because they're all Garner horrible, right? Yeah, I know they're they're yeah. all evil companies and they suck. Yeah. But if you have a recommendation for Anne drop it in in the in yeah. the responses that's, there that's a good point to end on yes uh, they're 
one step away from being predatory and maybe not even yeah. that far. Maybe yeah. a half they a step away suck. from being yeah. predatory And they can get uh, even companies. the smartest people. And also, I think that my mom still has like a Dillard's card or something that says Mrs. Michael Livingston on it. Ew. Like it's so gross. Of course, well, Dillard's would yeah. do that. <laughs> of course. Well, that's another thing to to think of that this is such like a, a modern topic yeah. for us to discuss because it's within our parents' lifetimes that women were not allowed yep. to have credit cards <laughs> without their husband's position. Yep. I'm like, f that. Yeah, it's it's insane, and it's such a it's such a bizarre bizarre situation yep and we we know for sure that the reason that women can get credit cards now is not because the credit card companies are like bastions of liberal thinking (laughs) it's because they realize that women do the women be shopping yeah women women be shopping shopping. (laughs) and they wanted to get the money directly to them yep anyway all right Moving on to Tishi Recommends. I did like what you watch it, but I actually do recommend these things. One of them is a watching, <laughs> one of them is a listening. Um, I, um, the other weekend, maybe it was the weekend after Thanksgiving, I was like, I just want a documentary. I want something that's, but not like a, I don't know, not like a Holocaust documentary, but I want to watch something that's <laughs> not like, like a nutritious no, documentary. No, no, no. <laughs> I want something that's sort of fun. And this really uh, satisfied that it's called the orange years. It is about the history of Nickelodeon. (laughs) And I mean, it's a little, like it's created with the people that created Nickelodeon. So it's not Mm. like, it's not like a deep dive into the darkness of of Nickelodeon, but it was a lot of things that I didn't know that were were answered to me. I think I thought that Nickelodeon started off as a Canadian tell, like a Canadian network because all of the shows were Canadian and it was not that it was American, but when they were trying to get, they weren't developing their own shows yet when they were trying to get shows to put on the network. Um, nobody wanted to go there. Everybody wanted to go to like ABC or whatever. One of the, um, uh, sure. Network shows. So they had to go to foreign countries like Canada or like France or Japan to get them to like license their shows to them. So like, I didn't know that Heathcliff was a French show. I didn't know that. Um, and like, you can't do that on television was obviously Canadian. And I think, um, what's the speed racer it was Japanese. So mm-hmm. they had all of these things that were on there that were foreign that they just brought to America because they could, they couldn't get on um, network and they could get on Nickelodeon. Anyway, it was fascinating. And I realized Nickelodeon, of course, then I went on Wikipedia and was looking, but Nickelodeon was started in 1979. In earnest, it really started like in the 80s. So it was like right when I was a kid. Like I did watch Sesame Street. I did watch Mr. Rogers, but then we had cable and I was like, holy shit. Like I watched this was like in my brain. Like I watched so much Nickelodeon starting from today's special today's special, which was a bizarre show. I think it was Canadian. that show. Loved it. Then you can't do that on television. Then. And they keep going on and on. I'm like, shit, I watched all of these. And it was like, Clarissa Explains It All. This show <laughs> called 15 that I loved. Uh, hey, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, salute your shorts. I mean, and then it's funny because I can tell when I stopped. Like, it was sort of like, okay, then this is when I no, was I like, don't know I don't know shows. this. <laughs> it was right around like, are you afraid of the dark? Because I was like, uh, I'm too old for this. Like, I don't, I'm, And I don't like scary stuff. Oh, I stuff. loved I know, show. I know. So, and like, Snick. I think actually yep. really when I started to roll out, when it was like Keenan and Kel, like I was not really 
that was not my thing. And I was, I don't older. think that was my era either. I think I was getting too old for it. Yeah. But it was just really, like, wow. We, we realized that we could watch Saved by the Bell on NBC. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, I could watch something else. Ooh, but, Zach Morris. <laughs> mm, is he Slater? Um, no. But anyway, it was really interesting just to see how, like, uh, the stuff. Um, Linda Ellerby had a show. It was like a news yes. show on Nickelodeon. And I was like, oh, yeah, I loved that show. And also it was like dub- news for kids. It's yeah. such a good idea. It was. And like they talked about AIDS on it. Yep. It was just it was it, it was fascinating how much I watched. And I mean, I really I really did well in school. And I just watched so much fucking TV growing up. Like, <laughs> how did I also do well in school? I don't know. But, you know, there's hope yet, I guess, for my kids who watch YouTube almost constantly. Um, so I recommend that. I believe it's on Hulu. Um, and then I um, also listened to this podcast. Now, it's a this was a series on a podcast. Like, it was... Um, they, they have other seasons of it, but it's called Articles of Interest. And it's really about, like, clothes and, you know just like the history of uh, styles and all that. But this series, um, I first heard the woman interviewed on you're wrong about, and it was about preppy clothes and it was fascinating. I, it was like a seven part series about preppy clothes and the start of preppy clothes and the history of sort of like buying clothes because you back in the 1800s, you didn't really, if you were rich, you didn't buy your clothes. You had your clothes made Mm -hmm. and actually to be, you'd, you, you were almost like poor if you had to buy your clothes because it meant you were buying like secondhand clothes or whatever. Anyway, and then it was just like the starting of Brooks Brothers and the mass manufacturing of it and how preppy used to convey something and now preppy is more of like a basics. Like people just having a polo shirt is just like a basic or having a button down or whatever. Anyway, it was fascinating. It was written. And then they talk about like how hip hop culture kind of elevated it or changed it. Japanese culture reinvented it and kind of spit it back out in this different way. Uh, Ralph Lauren. And what I love, and this is like kind of true for, I don't know, like a lot of things that we think are like waspy, uh, like Christmas music or preppy clothes. Guess what? They're all developed by Jewish people. Um, so (laughs) it was like, like Ralph Lauren is Jewish. What? The cabal? (laughs) (laughs) No, I guess exactly. Um, anyway, it was just, it was, it was really, really, really good. And I, I learned a lot about the history of clothes. Um, so I recommend it. Articles of interest. I never, I never thought that I could possibly be interested in something like that, but you do make it sound appealing. It is. I, and she's the woman, Avery Truffleman or something. She's, uh, I, I, I liked her voice a lot and I liked her that producing was very well done. So Hmm. that's my suggestions for this week. All right. Uh, I'll just add a note, like a tie back into the you're wrong about it verse and a previous recommendation, Hillary, you recommended if books could kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I listened to all four episodes and it's fantastic. It's so good. It's so good. Airport books and the damage they do to society, <laughs> essentially. It's a really good. So God. I'm already like, I burned through those four episodes and I'm like, more, more, give me more. I know. And they had a preview of the, like, so they're like, I guess, Patreon. And I was like, do I, subs- I really try to limit my Patreon subscriptions to like yeah. three. I'm like, I, yep. max three, you can only do three. That's $15 a month. You can handle that. And I'm like, but I want to listen about Barry Weiss's Substack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, it's a good show. It is. It's 
very good show. All right, get involved with this show, which is also a very good show, if less financially viable <laughs> than, than that. Uh, you can check out our website at thisshowhaseverything.com or join our Facebook group, Answer the Question of the Week, uh, post Diet Coke-related <laughs> articles, and anything else that you think might be um, in line with our interests. Uh, the show Twitter is non-existent. Fuck Elon Musk. Yes. We're not playing in that sandbox anymore. But you should email us at tshishow at gmail.com. And if you're like Lindsay, attach a voice memo to that and tell us all about your feelings on Necco waivers <laughs> and other candy. I, By the way, Lindsay, I actually did appreciate you thought christy would like it for the neko content and i would like it for just the general candy vibes you were spot on <laughs> she knows us yep <laughs> she knows us you can uh fax bobby your fico score at 617-354-8513 or find us on aol at keyword t she <laughs> so funny sure it's Never, not funny. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. And that was everything about credit cards. Oh, there's more. There's more. There's, there's always more. more about credit cards. Ugh, damn it. Damn it. <laughs>